0: or you can email radio at BNNTV.org. I'm back, Boston. I'm your host, Larry Larry Higginbottom. name of the show is, you know, from the trenches, baby. From the trenches, observation, 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 observation. You're listening to WBCA 102.9, 102.9 FM, again, WBCA one hundred two point nine FM. I'm your host Larry Higginbottom, and name of the series is Our Our Chats Call from the Trenches, baby. Operation uh, from the Trenches. I speak about things that I see out here. As you know, I am the founder of the Cyber Group. We do mental health. We've been folks home for the last uh, two decades, I get to see firsthand how families are faring. Let's see how policy made on high, how it affects folks out in the trenches. And I can say, for the most part, we ain't doing well, but you know that. Again, I don't want to denigrate nobody. I'm not against nobody. I'm not against any group. We all are black. We're part of the black race. That's true. Caribbeans, Africans, Afro-Latinos, etc. But my focus is on my group, Americans and the slaves, or Eidos is I identify as, or American Blacks, because we now, based on all the research by economists, we now are a permanent underclass. How can it be that a group that's here from day one, if you just think about it, from so-called emancipation, right? We now are a permanent underclass. 150 plus years. We got no wealth. We own no institutions. We own nothing. So again, my focus is on my group. I don't. I'm disparaging the group. I'm not against the group. I have nothing bad to say about no group. But my focus is on the group who's always given the most to America and got the least. Fought Navy war she ever had. Got nothing. We are the most loyal and devoted to this country. Got nothing. So again, I'm not against any group. I want to be clear about that. But my focus and interest is on my group, Ados, American, right? American, descendants slaves. And Dr. King said in his last novel, "Read it for yourself." Okay. Where do we go from here? chaos chaos, or community he mentioned what we are about identity i got a problem with that my ancestors were slaves i've been to africa ghana South africa even europe even egypt stood out in front of the of the so-called you know pyramids And I said, thank God I was not there. I was not around that time. That's why they probably had me out there moving those huge boulders for nothing. So I am an American. I'm an American. I am of African ancestry. That's true. I am of African ancestry. That's true. But I'm an American. And so today I'm going to speak my mind on different topics today. And... Again, these are my belief. You might share some, you might not, but it's okay. It's okay to have dialogue. It's okay to have conversation. And so the one thing I wanna just say off the bat, democracy has failed, Ados, It's failed American born black. How so, Larry? Pay attention. Pay attention. In every city or state, right? You have what? Mostly Caucasians and not folks of color in those institutions. It's based on what? One man, one person vote, correct? Yeah, right, okay. So even if I can bring forth, right, research and data that shows why American born blacks should get these policies that aim at them only, at them only. It's a darn good chance it won't pass. Because why? Democracy, one person, one vote. It's somewhat ironic, in my view, that the federal budget, I read well over $20 billion, $20 billion every year, is allocated to Native Americans. Not disparaging them. You never hear Native American talking about, what about any what of about those people? or American Blacks. Nobody talks about us or want to include us. But for some strange reason, our so-called leaders when I always include anybody when it comes to us. So every year, Native American get what I call preparation of twenty billion dollars. That's not counting what they get on the state or city level. Programs aim only at that community. Rightfully so. If you came here, committed genocide against me and my people, took our land, slaughtered us, well, it's only fitting that you should have to pay restitution. But isn't it funny that the folks who provide the labor, labor, have been demonized and vilified that we are unworthy and undeserving. Think about it. Think, think, just sit with that for one second. Everything that you and I do, right, involves labor, creativity. So the folks that have provided the labor have been demonized since emancipation, unworthy, undeserving. Lazy, no count, don't want to work. But we drained the swamps. We cleared the land. We built the White House. But the folks who land you took by genocide, my community, yes, right, my community, federal government, because you condone that. You condone that, federal government, you condone that. They're in the budget. They're in the budget. And nobody ever pushed back. Nobody ever says anything negative when it comes to Native American getting anything, be it on a city, state, or federal level. But let like the folks who provided labor, who toiled out there, who labored out there, adults, hey, American the slaves, when it comes to us. All you hear is mm, slavery ended 100 years ago. Ain't no slaves around now. Look at me. You're looking at slaves. You're looking at the descendant of slaves. That's who I am. Eidos, American descendants of slaves. We own no institution and own no wealth. And that, according to the Federal Reserve, the white community owns about 84, 85% of the wealth Is controlled by that community. And seeing you got a system based on capitalism, right? Well, wealth is supreme. Wealth means something. You can't build no institution without wealth. And without wealth, you can't employ people to pay for these high-end projects, be it homes, right? Be it clothing, be it housing, If you don't have wealth, that means your people cannot afford to pay those high-end prices for those luxuries. So again, here we now, in 2023, in my humble opinion, my belief, we now are a permanent underclass. But we fight for everybody but ourselves. How ironic. Nobody mentioned us. Nobody includes us. But some, for some reason, since Keen was murdered and Malcolm, But Jesse and also Reverend Shopton and Urban Lee and NWCP, when they talk about us, they got to include everybody. If though you just mention this us alone, they know. Has no chance of passing or surviving. And I contend that democracy has failed Adolf. It's failed American Black. And if I was in Dr. King's camp, or Malcolm, or Reverend Jackson, and I've seen them, fellas, you know something? All due respect now. We should not be running down the road for democracy. Because it's based on what one person, one vote this is a white man's country. It is what it is. Ain't ain't no sense denying that. It is what it is. So be on the city, state, federal level. If you cannot garnish enough votes to approve your policy is not funded, nor is it inactive. So if I was one of Dr. King, you know, uh, you know, members in this party, and I said, no, Doc, we need to be looking to be viewed as a nation with a nation with treaties with America, not as individuals or as citizens because democracy has failed. Will failed us because it's based on what? Voting. And in fact, I'll go so far to say voting has failed us. I'm Americans send the slaves. Why, Larry? I'll tell you why. In my belief, come be to your own conclusion. In democracy, the European community comprised the majority of, of other people here are Europeans. Since the 1965 Act of Immigration the LBJ enacted that all these folks of color in here, that's right, Re- read this stuff. The 1965 Act of Immigration, why are they all here? All these so-called brown people? People of color, which we are not them. We're not immigrants. We are not immigrants, we are Americans. So now, if I can't get these people to sign off or co-sign on my policy or my initiative, right, doesn't pass. Even despite all the research or the data that shows why American-born blacks were never made, were never made, was never made, or were never never made whole by affirmative action, or the Civil Act of Civil Rights or Voting Act, never made a whole. So, despite the data that shows. That we are a very unique people, a very unique situation. That have we need unique, we need unique, unique policies. They look If I can't get them to co-sign, um, on my initiative, right, on my policy, it doesn't fly. That's why all your black politicians, all your ados politicians, Miss Presley, nice lady. I'm sure she's a very nice lady. She can't do nothing for us. The Congressional Black Policy, the, Cong- the Congressional Black Congress, can't do nothing for Ados, nothing for us. They can't get nothing through Congress for us. You got with three or two Black senators can't do nothing for us. So democracy, as a remedy, was a failed road to walk down. It's my belief. Why, Larry? Because why are you on your other folks' right to co-sign or sign off on this policy for it to become law with the funding to do something for your group? Bad move, I was told Dr. King. Bad move. So again, we are now a permanent underclass. Period. It is what it is. And that's why I say on my show, this hour, it ain't about gloom and doom. It ain't about being a pessimist. It ain't about being negative. It's about seeing our country for how it is and where we are. So if you're not about trying to acquire high income skills to elevate yourself, to make life better for you and your family, your children, etc. To me, you're foolish. Politics is going to do nothing about us. I'm sure Miss Wu, nice lady, nice lady. You thought you hear these terms out here about, you know, equity, inclusion, multiculturalism. You heard them. It's done nothing to elevate our group. Group Ben business is what? Emancipation. Since 1619. Never have, never will. So despite these nice terms that Mayor Wu throw out there, you know, city council throw out there, state councilors, state senators throw out there, right? They're useless. Because here is one word y'all need to embrace. Specificity. Specificity. Who's it for? The reason why all these ordinances that Dr. King was murdered for failed didn't specify who it was for. The 19th City Act of Civil Rights should specify specified for the Negroes. For the Negroes. Not about race, sexual orientation. is for the Negroes. Voting rights should specify who it's for. The Negroes. For action for the Negroes and she specify why because of what centuries of slavery and a hundred years of what Jim Crow that's why we owe them we owe them restitution reparation it didn't specify and so all the folks you see at the side of the border not begrudging any of those people down there Come under ordinance that Dr. King was fighting for, was murdered for, that's been weaponized to benefit everybody but us. So again, democracy has failed us, period. And when I was in Dr. King's uh cabinet, one of his uh advisors, I said, no, Doc, wrong going on the wrong road, baby. As my late father would say, Brother Mark Hitman must say, We've gone the wrong way. We have gone the wrong way. And the data speaks for itself. So again, today is Wednesday. I'm your host Larry. I'm your host Larry Larry Higginbottom. Name the show from the trenches, baby. After the my trenches from the trenches, you're listening to WBCA102 two point nine, Again, WBCA, two point nine FM. Again, I disparage no group against no group. Yes, we're all black. We're all part of the black race. That's true. But your lineage is not mine. What brought you here is not what brought me here. Your struggle is not mine. We've been fighting the spirit of white racing for over, 40 years. And one thing you got that I would never have to all my Caribbean brothers and sisters and Africans and uh, Latino brothers, since independence, right? Since independence, you had 57 years whereby you was not dominated, controlled, or influenced by what? White domination or white influence. The folks who run your country look like you speak like you. They are you. As a member of the community called Eidos in America, which stands for American Slave, I will never know what that feels like, to not be under the control, domination of the white community, but you do. And also, push, come and shove, you can always go back home for respite, for a reprieved from white domination, white control. And none of these immigrants of color, be they Caribbeans, Africans, Afro-Latinos, none come here to change the paradigm of white supremacy. None come here to change that paradigm. And neither neither do we. Dr. King, if you read his last book, he was not trying to change white supremacy. He wanted to be included. He wanted America to include the Negroes, to share the wealth of the Negroes. You Nobody's know, here trying to change that paradigm of white supremacy or capitalism. Nobody's trying, trying to change that, even today. Nobody comes here to change that paradigm. But we have always been, ados, tied to what the bottom. We've always been tied to the bottom. And all groups here can elevate themselves by what? Standing on top of us. They were share our struggle. Use the same kind of language that Dr. King used. Listen to the language that the Spanish used, left and gays used, right? All came from Dr. King. All came from civil rights struggle equality humanity listen to the words that all these groups use that they fight to elevate themselves all the language was taken from Dr. King in our struggle but they're not us disparaging nobody against nobody here's what it is listen to, listen to the language they use and listen, to Dr. King. That's all on YouTube. Listen to him. You see the same language that they're using verbatim. Are the same language that Dr. King used while he's out here fighting the nemeth of white supremacy. But the Negroes, listen to it. But they always include just themselves. Ain't no we here, baby. Well, today is Wednesday. I'm your host, Larry bottom It's Speak My Mind Wednesday. Yes, indeed. It's nice to be in Boston, but it's nice, you know. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Again, listening to WBCA 102.9, 102.9 FM. And the name of this hourly chat is called From the Trenches, baby. Observation from the Trenches. Observation of nutrition, speaking of what I see. Disparaging nobody against nobody. I'm not against no group. I disparage no group. But my focus and interest on my group, my community, American-born blacks or ADOs, as I identify as, American descended slaves. We're giving the most to this country. Got back nothing never worship. you ever had. God back nothing. The most loyal and devoted of all these folks of color is Ados. God back nothing. And so at some point, I believe it's time for us to get back on our square only and worry and focus on ourselves. Disparaging nobody against nobody. We, according to economists, by 2053 are going to be a permanent underclass with no wealth. By 2053. Family, that's only 30 years from now. And most of our people, family, is already there. Don't be deceived by our entertainers or our athletes. Why, Larry? Because they don't make no policies. They don't make no policies. No policies. So, yes, they can entertain you and I. Right? We can sit there and moan and groan when they lose or be ecstatic when they win. But they make no policies that benefit and uplift the group. Michael Jackson, King of Pop, didn't make that one policy. Michael Jordan, not one policy. LeBron James, not one policy. Nothing that they do, Jay-Z, not one policy. So my point is this neighbor not to disparage them or to point fingers at them. They're there to entertain us only. To keep you preoccupied, right? From thinking about your plight or your condition. And to give folks this, this false illusion that you might be able to be one of them. Come on now. Denver won the NBA Finals. The cat from Boston, I think Mr. Brown, Brother Brown. Good for him. He don't make not one policy. Not one policy do our entertainers make that benefit and uplift the group. And we are deliberately sold to see a facade to keep us, right? To keep us off balance and unfocused. Not disparaging none of our entertainers. Love them all. New Edition, love them all. Bobby Brown, love them all. They don't make policies. None of them. None of them. So it's time for us to understand that policies put us here. Laws put us here as the underclass. That's right. Slavery. Laws. Jim Crow. Laws. Redlining. Laws. Laws. So, if we're not about fighting to have laws that are going to benefit us only, again, that word, specificity. Specificity. We're foolish. So, in the meantime, in between time, if you're not fighting to upgrade your skills, to acquire high income skills for you and your children, to me, you're foolish. You're not gonna do well out here in America, right? Making 15 or even 20 bucks an hour. Mm -mm. You will be a parent member of the working poor. Here's what it is. And I also believe, right, that we, should be for no party. Be a Democrat, Republican, or Independent. It's one thing, President Trump said that we should have really embraced when he said it. What do you have to lose? What your schools suck? We're we'll not about that. You and these here dysfunctional, you know, right, traumatized community. We're we'll not about that. You got no wealth. you will not about that. We should have said, well, you know, President Trump be right. You are so right. So what are you gonna do? Not not a black agenda, but for black Americans. A black agenda might have been benefit an all blacks, but we need specificity for us only. What are you gonna do for American born blacks? What's your solution? Instead, we jump on the okido. He's a racist, they're racist. White supremacy is about racism. White supremacy is about racism. It's about racism. It's based. It's foundation. It's race. Ado's. by race. Okay. That being aside, How can we share the wealth? How can we share the wealth? So we, should have shared, we should have said to President Trump, he said that. You got nothing to lose. Okay, you're right. So what is your plan for Ado's? be a plan. It's here. But, being naive, immature, we jumped on what? Racism. What do you think you are? America by its nature will always be a racist society. How so, Larry? Pay attention. Pay attention, please. For any construct, for any social construct to survive and path to the next generation, right? You need people, you need people. Be it socialism, right? Communism, Marxism, you name it. You need to what? and indoctrinate your people for the path to the next generation. The Same with democracy, it's no different. The same with white supremacy, it's no different. You must indoctrinate your people so the entire white community has been a doctrine, right, to maintain white supremacy. And yes, they might have been civilized over the last 50 years, based on like the King and Malcolm, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But they still embrace and pass on white supremacy, where they run everything, where they control everything. It's just what it is. Who runs Jamaica? Jamaican. Who runs Japan? Japanese. Who runs China? Chinese. Who runs Russia? Russian. Who runs America? My community. It is what it is. And not is getting upset about that. It just is what it is. So that being the case, why are we so... Uh, Die when it comes to being a Democrat. What have they done for you? What have they done for us? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Dr. King also, if I was part of his, uh, you know, inner circle, you read his last book, he also mentioned, right, that we should be involved in politics. There I said, Doc, you know something? You got more... Ados, you got more, much more blacks in politics than ever before, but we get no movement. Why? Because at the end of the day, dog, democracy is about what one person one vote. So be it the city, state, or federal level. If I don't have the vote to get an ordinance passed, no matter how worthy, what what the what the resource showed right. It's not going to pass, Doc. I told Dr. King that. We've gone the wrong way. We should have fought to become, right, a nation within a nation with treaties with America. Yeah, with America. For the debt that was owed because of 300 plus years of enslavement, free labor, Jim Crow sharecropping free labor that our folks gave this country with the affirmation and condoning of what? The federal government. So who's responsible? The federal government. Federal government. You allow this here. You allow this crime against humanity, against our community. So, the debt to be paid. It's dead debt owed. And so we need to have economists who focus on this subject, emancipation, to put a price on it and to decide how it's going to be paid. Because as a community, we are at square zero. It's over, baby. It's over. It's not gloom and doom. It's not being a pessimist. It's not being negative. The white community owns all the wealth and controls all other resources. I went to South Africa twice before Nelson Mandela, before, before he died. I was there twice. I can really uh, give him props for not seeking retribution with the white South Africans, what they did to him. But no wealth changed hands. No resources changed hands. So although he got more blacks in politics, black president, yes, indeed, but the wealth and the resources is still controlled by what? The Africanians, the white Africans Well, the same thing applies in white America. The wealth, the wealth and resources it's still controlled by what? The white community. You got all these black folks up there in office, right? Adding color, melanin, with no juice. Because why? Democracy is one person, one vote, and you're always going to be what? I voted, And they have been indoctrinated and groomed, right, to always vote, vote, vote against anything. Anything that's going to benefit Adel's, could be shot down. So democracy, in my own opinion, was never a viable option or vehicle to achieve our solution. That's my belief. Come be to your own conclusion. And so now here we are, twenty twenty three. A permanent underclass. Also, image. Think about image, neighbor. Image, image, image. Image image is important. Image is important. When I look at a lot of these, uh, you know, films of our elders, right? Born in the 1910s, 20s, 30s, 40s. Look how they carry themselves. Look how they dress. At the height of, what, indignation. At the height of put-downs insults murder, lynching, rapes, exclusion, at the height of it. But look how they carried us there. Listen to our musician. Listen to them. Those who sung in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Listen to them. Their language, their words. Totally different. I hear folks now saying, well. You know, I'm just keeping it real, talking about my existence. But listen to our elders, those born in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. There was no love there for us. But listen to their words. Music about love. By love. But it wasn't about killing each other. Wasn't calling each other B's, H's, N-word. Listen to them. At the height of our despair and contempt in this country from the white community, look how, how, how our artists carry themselves. Also, look Look at our women. Look how they dress. I'm just saying, let, let look at them. And yes, I'm sure there was what? Some hanky pecking going on. I'm sure some hanky going on then. Yes, it was. But look at the standards they had for themselves. They were determined to disprove all the lies the white supremacy was founded on to keep us what's let Just listen to them. Listen to your rappers today. Listen to them. Since gangster rap, I guess, became popularized in the 80s. How, 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 how it came out. Just listen to them now. Listen, listen, to, listen to the lyrics. You see him on these platforms. You see him out there. The is here. Toxic. Way of life? Is there any reason why our youth are being led astray? Look how our folks dressed in the 40s, 50s, and 60. Look at them. Look at them. And look at our women today. You hear me on this platform. I will get with you if you pay my rent Get my nails did, my hair did, my toes did, you know, pay my car note. It's prostitution. Nowhere in the language about we're gonna build or grow or prosper together. Nowhere is that in the language. It's not even it's not even in the lexicon. Let's listen to them. And for the young folks between 15 and age 40, just, I'll say to you right now anybody engaged in anything called criminal behavior, run as though they got COVID. I would not give none of my time, be the male or female. If anybody involved in anything called illegal activity, run like they got the COVID virus. Because nothing good is going to come from that relationship. And for. They, those women, I would not, I would not under no circumstances have babies by any male involved in criminal activity. None. None. If you ain't about trying to build, trying to grow, trying to prosper, trying to elevate yourself as a couple, waste your time. And keep this in mind, Ados. I want to just put it out here now. Put it out here. We come out of homes where there was no wealth and no inheritance. Anybody listening? I will say it again. We come out of homes where there was no wealth and no inheritance, which means that me and you start from ground zero. We start from scratch. So, if I'm not with a woman, okay, who's trying to help me acquire wealth, get wealth, preserve wealth, I'm wasting my time. Anybody listening? For the young people, between 15 and 40, those are prime, prime years to get skills Get out there in the marketplace and develop connections where you can acquire wealth. Contracts, city, state, federal contracts and do well. Anybody that's not trying to help you acquire wealth, preserve wealth, get wealth, I would not give them a time of day. And yes, our women are beautiful. They are drop dead gorgeous. You get no complaint from me about that. But if you're not trying to help me to build, to grow, to prosper, I don't need you. And if all you're trying to do, if you're blessed to have wealth, trying to buy these women, then you, you're a fool. You're, you're, you're just foolish. Because she will spin, but she won't help you grow or preserve. That's a fool. That's, 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 a, that's a foolish man. So I'm just saying to those between 15 and 40. Why 15? At 15, you need to start thinking about where you going. That's right, where you going? Because you come out of homes with no wealth and no inheritance. Anybody listening? My mother, born in 1930, came out of the house with no wealth, no inheritance. My grandmother, Rosa, born 19, I think 10, 1905, came out of a house no wealth, no inheritance. And guess what? They passed nothing down to me and my brothers and sisters. So why should I want to be somebody, right? We ain't trying to help me grow or build anything. And why? Why don't we anybody who's involved in anything called criminal activity? Why? Why? makes no sense and our darn show would not want to have kids by them eh? Hey, those women not at all so it's time for us to understand why image matters you see the news who are the smashing and grabbing poor people kids who are on the tee knocking folks out poor folks kids You don't see folks who have been nurtured properly, provided properly, mentored properly, needs met properly, doing this nonsense, do you? You know why? They know there's a future. They know they've been prepared to acquire that future. But unfortunately, right? A lot of, many of the AOs, Young people have been improperly prepared by their foolish parents. They could conceive, but they couldn't develop, nurtured, Their young, and so we pay a price for that. So I'm saying to you, again, speak speaking my mind now. Just speaking my mind. What I'm seeing out in the trenches, as my late father would say, Reverend Marking about. Him, We've gone the wrong way. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to wbcca two point nine. Again, listen to one two point nine FM. Name of our show is called what? From the Trenches, baby. From the Trenches. Observation, observation from the Trenches. I've been out for 22 years in folks' homes. Send policies made on high. How to affect folks down the trenches. We ain't doing well, but we never did. And since King was murdered, we have developed some bad habits, some really bad habits that also are not good for us. They're not good for our kids. They're not good for anybody. And so I'm just putting it out there. And I am not against my people. I'm not against my group. I'm just saying, it's time for us to look at what we are doing and to acknowledge that many things that we are doing just don't work. They're not working well. I had to make some changes to get here. I'm very comfortable now in Osiris. It's a company I own for the last 22 years. Got a contract with the state with the Medicaid. We have about mm, 25, almost 30 folks here that we contract with, that we contract with. Tomorrow's payday, the 15. Happy people. Happy, 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 happy. Happy. But somebody had to go out there and bill that. I can't bill it being a gangster or a thug. Okay. Couldn't do that. I just, hey, I'm going to make changes in my life. In my life. And so now all these people here that are with Osiris benefit from the changes that I made, that Deborah made, that Karia made. They now benefit. So tomorrow is payday, direct deposit. They're all happy. But if nobody makes changes, if we don't grow, if we don't stop doing things that are foolish, then nobody benefits. And I'm saying since King was murdered, too often many of our people have no class. That's right, no class. No self respect. Okay. No dignity. And above all, there's certain things that when we was down there on the bottom as Negroes, we didn't do. They used to tell you, Negroes don't do these things here. But now, since we so-called free, and folks say, "Well, he's his own. That's what he want to do. That's what he want to do. He's his own." There's no community there. There's no community. There's no. You know. There's no. There's no cohesion there. There's no love there. There's no we there. And what he want to do. What he want to do is what you want to do. what you want to do, do. No regard to the us, the we, the group. So I'm saying to you, neighbor, it's time for us to understand that no one's coming to save us. No one's coming to make it better for us not for you or your children. If you don't develop better habits, better traits, better outlooks, nobody's coming to, nobody's coming to save you. And so, as these final minutes wind down, again, I'm your host Larry Hagan Martin. You're listening to WBCA on 2.9 FM. Again, WB. C A one two point nine FM. Name of the show from the trenches. Oh, observation from the trenches. I'm out every day, baby. I'm out every day in the trenches working with families. I can see policies made on high. How, how they fail folk down in the trenches. And democracy has failed us. Failed us because why? One person one vote. It was doomed from the get go. Doom. From the get go, so I'm saying to you these 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 words: You got to think about high income skills. If you don't acquire high income skills for you and your family, you're not gonna do well. You're not gonna do well, and neither are your kids. And I don't mean just going to college. One of the biggest, biggest you know, Mister was giving was giving us going to college. I know many people with the degrees broke, they're impoverished. They're impoverished. They are. They are impoverished. They are in poverty. America runs on skills, baby. High income skills. And if you don't possess those skills, you're not going to do well. And it's time for us to tell our children, show our kids, teach our kids, why skills are important. Skills. This thing called capitalism runs on skills. Labor that the white community has refused to pay. The debt is owed to adults for all the labor that produced the wealth of America. America be a third world country without 300, 340 some odd years of free labor. You know what you can do? You know what you can do with that kind of labor, free labor? You know what you can do with that kind of free labor? Do you know what you can do with that kind of free labor when it's free? So that's why I tell you, you must be about acquiring high income skills that allow you they have life on your terms. That's something that most black Americans that can never say, or adults can never say, I want life on my terms. On my terms. It's going to always be a plantation. America was going to always be a plantation. Always. We're trying to say, Larry, well, pay attention. Before you had what? Slave owner, overseer slave, right? Slave owner, right? Overseer, slave. Now you got what? The elite, middle-class workers. Elite, middle-class workers. That's why I say you got to get to the middle. You got to get off that bottom. You must get off that bottom at all costs. Because there ain't none down there but what? Gloom and doom. Like, like, like a slave. what not that not, enough not for the slave? Nothing. Ain't much much down there for the the workers. Just getting by. He or she is what? Just getting by. America is a great country. It is a great country. When you have sufficient wealth to be comfortable, it's a great place to be. When you don't, you're going to struggle. You are going to struggle. There's no ands, ifs, and buts about that. So you need to start to understand the importance of acquiring High income skills. So, the next Wednesday, be blessed, be safe. Remember, get off that bottom. Teach your kids, son, daughter, you must acquire high income skills and stay away from anybody who's criminal. We don't do criminals. We got no love for criminals. We got no time for anybody doing anything that's illegal. We will not be bothered with you. So again, I'm my host Larry, Hick- Larry Be listening to WBCA12.9. Again, WBCA12.9. Till next Wednesday, God bless you and stay safe. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network